Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 years or older. Let me begin with condolences to every Niners fan out there. We feel your pain. Hi and hello and welcome to Extra Points presented as ever by Omaha. Let's dig into that and what we should do with ourselves now that football is over. Let's do it with the roastest, with the mostest. It's Sarah Tiana. How are you? How was your Super Bowl Sunday? First of all, Sarah. Super Bowl Sunday was really chill. Like I said, the Eisens have three kids, so I had three babysitters. Mm-hmm. I watched the third quarter in the hot tub, which was nice. Hmm. Um, I didn't really feel any stress, which is also nice. I mean, I was a little stressed out in the fourth quarter, but yeah, good food, good people. It was pretty chill. How was yours? It was great. Probably even more chill. There were no hot tubs or celebrities involved. <laughs> Just me and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damaschek on the couch eating some uh, some spicy Italian and meatball subs and watching another heartbreaker for the Niners. It really is sort of like we talked about with our pal, the Dutch Mook, a couple few weeks ago during the Niners run. It's been 30 years since they've won a title and we imagine or we perceive the Niners to be one of the halves in pro football. But it's kind of like, as he pointed out, and I thought uh, really captured it. What if you were born, what if you're like a 35-year-old Niners fan at this point? It's like you get kind of the bask in the past glory, but it's a little bit like being the kid with your with your dad and uncles, and they're all drinking real beers and talking about stuff. It's like, you can sit with <laughs> us too, non-alcoholic. Or maybe you give him like one yeah. little sip so, he's, so, so, so it keeps him around, but... He's not really, doesn't really have a seat at the table. Is that right, Sarah? Yeah, I mean, my godson is 21 and he's a diehard Niners fan. And I feel so bad for him. Like he moved up there. He's going to college up there so he can be closer to the stadium. And I'm just like, oh, like I feel I feel bad. I hope it doesn't ruin him as a sports fan. But at least he has the Warriors. He's still a Golden State (laughs) Warriors fan. So like, at least he has that. But like. You know, I know what it feels like to lose a Super Bowl. It's devastating. It takes a real toll. What that's ever happened? That, you know, I, you hear people, you know, the, all the stupid performative crap of when your team loses the the videos the next morning of people breaking their uh, 50-inch uh, flat screens and all of that <laughs> crap. But I wonder if anybody ever, I mean, it has to have happened in man's recorded history that someone just was like, that's it. I can't be a fan of the team anymore. They hurt my feelings too much with that <laughs> loss. And now I'm moving to another team. I, I don't know of anybody who's actually done that. But anyhow, the Super Bowl is over. I do want to talk about your reaction to it. I also want to talk about, like I say, have a, oh, happy Valentine's Day. And okay. Tiana, when we wrapped up the other day or mm-hmm. a week ago, you floated that you want to kind of fill these things in here, that these these hours you have that mm-hmm. are footballists now with the puck. And, you know, I love hockey. Eddie Spaghetti mm-hmm. behind the glass over there. He loves hockey too. So with it being Valentine's Day, I think it'll be a neat exercise to see if we can help our Southern sports fans fall in love with the puck. So we'll do that. In uh, just a few minutes here. First, though, let's introduce our guest today, shall we? Um, He is an Eagles fan. 
So <laughs> the 31 have nots right now. He is a San Antonio Spurs fan. He's the co-creator of Tosh.0. You can catch him at Cap City in Austin on April 10th, the day after Mo Damashek's birthday. What that matters, <laughs> I have no idea. I just uh, am a, a weirdo who had to mention it. Anyway, we're talking about Eddie Gosling. How are you, man? Thanks for joining us today. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. I'm going to adjust. I've waited to do this now. Adjust my camera. <laughs> adjust How's your going, camera everybody? now. Nice. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Well, you for sure. You also know what it's like to lose a Super Bowl, right, Eddie? Like last year. I haven't, me yeah. and my wife have a podcast and we haven't done one since Super Bowl week of last year. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it was still a three point loss. And the, the, that, that horrible uh, defensive holding call on Bradbury still haunts me to this day. Barely touched the guy, but it gave Andy Reid the ball and just ate the clock. And he kicks the field goal. And if they kick the field goal earlier, maybe we get the ball back and, uh, you know, win the game. But we never got a chance. But we did beat the Chiefs this year in Kansas City, so I do feel like we're second place, third place at least. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, keep uh, keep uh, telling yourself that one. That'll make you feel better <laughs> through these uh, through these upcoming lean years, uh, lean months. Um, for the listener out there, Eddie's wearing a Philadelphia Phillies ball cap. This feels like a double attack to jump into the show here, Tiana. Tiana's most hated team in sports mm -hmm. is your team. Eddie. I you understand that. I'm no I, Phillies fan either. I don't like Philadelphia sports, period. Wait, I didn't know you didn't like Philadelphia, Sarah. I apologize. Uh, yeah, this. right. I had on every time I see you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he does it on purpose. I know he does it. I know he you know, I just, just grab like, a hat that's close by and this oh, just happens. Yeah. It's a good know, looking hat though. When I was in Cincinnati, the guys at the uh, gas station were like, that hat is popping. That is a nice one. And it is again, to describe it, it's the powder blue, more maroon yeah. kind of Phillies era hat. The one that Tug McGraw and, and company, yeah, uh, the Von colors Hayes they were wearing yeah. when they were, right. When they were celebrating. When they were good. <laughs> come, oh, come on now. This is, it starts. It's already starting. No, Bye, guys. It was great being here. See you, see you in Austin, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to talk about this because you guys both as Falcons fans and Eagles fans are mm -hmm. in a better, a better spot than I, the Steelers fan, am in because Patrick Mahomes is on my side of the bracket. Now, people make themselves feel better in Buffalo and Baltimore and now Los Angeles by saying Cincinnati too, people kind of forgotten. It is weird how football season goes. I feel like everybody has completely forgotten about the existence of Joe Burrow. He was only guy. Yeah. I mean, he actually played games in the regular season, but somehow his lack of participation has rendered him uh, not in the conversation anymore. Of course, had he been in there, that would have mucked up the bracket even further um, for Mahomes and Josh. But my the the takeaway as always happens after a Super Bowl is like, what, what should the other 31 teams learn from the reigning champ now? And now it's a, such a severe reaction to it. It's like, Hey, good luck. If you don't have Patrick Mahomes, that's basically the message that the, that the bulk of the media is delivering now. It's like, well, what are we supposed to do is Patrick Mahomes. I submit that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to win the next eight Super Bowls. I don't know if that's <laughs> a, a hot take or not. So let's start with you, Eddie. How many also, though, there is only one Lombardi given out at the end of the tournament every year. Right. And yet 
Tony Romo sits in the booth. And he's like, no, oh, that guy's got nothing to hang his head about. He's going to get more shots at this thing. There's more opera. He's going to be back in the big game. Like mathematically, that's highly unlikely because yeah. they only put two teams in there and they all want to. And Josh Allen has to beat Lamar Jackson, who has to beat Patrick Mahomes, who has to beat Justin Herbert and so on. So the math doesn't allow for all the good quarterbacks to win even one Super Bowl. So Philadelphia Eagles, a year ago, it felt like they got their guy in Jalen Hurts, the, yeah. the, the, the team, Howie Roseman, he can do no wrong. How many Super Bowls will the Eagles win in the next 10 years? The next 10 years. I mean, 10 years. If, I, if I'm being honest, uh, 10 probably. Okay. <laughs> really, okay. Yeah, I really feel like with the new coordinators coming in, that's all we needed. We just need somebody to take away all the play calling uh, responsibilities from Siriana or Siriani. And uh, yeah, I think well, eight to 10. I'll be, you know, I'm going to be okay. cautious. Eight to 10. Fair. Fair. I mean, yeah, you're being a little bit tough on You can't win them all, I wouldn't think. Yeah, no, honestly, there's going to be a couple a couple seasons like we just had. But, I mean, Jason's going to come back, and he's going to play for 10 more years. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are going to stick around for 10. I just, I just, it's just kind of working out for us. I can feel it. <laughs> How long we do you think see- he sticks around, Sirianni? Like, I, because talk, talk about a, have, Tiana, like, who is that mm. guy in recent sports memory, who was the bell of the ball in a sports town and and is now like, I feel only on people who are like sort of sober, kind of very conservative sports fans in Philly are like, you can't fire the guy a year after he got us to the Super Bowl. And so it's like, it would be irrational to fire him. But that set aside, that reality that is fair, a set aside, it's like, I feel like nobody likes him anymore in Philadelphia. Is that true? Tiana, do you remember anybody who's who's had such a fall from grace in a year like this? First of all, I called it at the beginning of the year. I said the Eagles are trash and Sirianni is <laughs> nothing without Sykin and Gannon. And I was right. True. That it was Sirianni that got them to the Super Bowl. It was Sykin and Gannon. And and um, you know, Colleen Wolf sat here and she goes, Oh, but Jalen Hurts football coach growing up his QB coach from Alabama is going to be his offensive coordinator yeah that didn't work out and so I you know I'm interested to see how the Eagles look obviously I like Jalen Hurts a lot I don't have any hate in my soul for that man he is beautiful to look at he is, is he? beautiful to watch yeah yeah, Jalen Hurts is beautiful to look at. Yeah, he's a pretty yeah. sharp looking dude. I think so. It's beautiful to look oh, at, and this is a new one in Dave's in Dave's world. I love when I find somebody who I didn't know, <laughs> you know was handsome. Him- when somebody announced, "Oh, he's handsome," I like. I had no. This is a perfect example. Eddie Spaghetti, check this one right. as a reminder for me. I had no. I this is the latest. Like Jimmy G All is right. my most famous one. I didn't know he was handsome until people. Told my me. point is that he's not just handsome to look at. He surrounds himself by women, and that makes him also very attractive to other women. Like his manager is hmm. a woman. Right. His publicist, his agents, like everybody that manages his career is a woman. You know, he loves his mama. So, like, yeah, he's a. He's a hottie. Shouldn't so, a woman that, tell him that the goatee is out of style in 2024? Well, I think he just had to change some stuff up because he was like, something's not working. Let me just do whatever. You know, it's it's the way Kelsey's beard is like 
you know, like Eddie's beard right now. It's like, yeah. I'm sure he's going to shave it now that they finally won and it's over. But no matter what, look, I do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that Sirianni was on the hot seat so fast, but it doesn't really, you know, if he, I could see him getting fired mid season next year. If they, oh, yeah. don't, if they don't start off good. Right. They better come out of the gate winning if they want Sirianni around. His his physical uh, uh, appeal, notwithstanding, with Jalen Hurts though, I, I I know this is a severe and and wild take, and I wouldn't suggest. I saw somebody suggest around the Pittsburgh Steelers that they should trade T.J. Watt to get one of the top uh, two picks in the draft because quarterback is everything and a young quarterback specifically on a rookie deal. Jalen Hurts is now getting paid out. And I know this is a ridiculous thing, but I, where do you come down on this? Uh, Eddie go first. Who's going to win more Super Bowls in the next decade? The combo of Jalen Hurts. Let's include Jalen Hurts in this Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Who's going to win in the next 10 years, those three, or three guys who aren't in the NFL yet. I mean, if, yeah, if I'm a betting guy, I'd have to say those three because they've proven they can win. You know, uh, I don't know who's coming out. Like, you just so much, so many variables when they're coming out but of college. But they haven't proven they can win. They've proven they can win a lot of games, but not win the last game of the year. But even like getting there, it's like, it's, it's so tough to even get there, right? To get out of your division and to have that first week of being like, you know, the home the home team where you don't even have to play. And I just, I don't know. Caleb Williams is a, is a he's going to be an amazing quarterback, but is he going to be able to like get, what team is he going to go to? That's going to have to like dig it out for, he might go someplace that's so bad. And for the like first, his rookie contract is just Great. like, it just looks painful to watch him play. What do you say, Tiana? Uh, yeah, I would say that um, a rookie quarterback is less likely to, win in the next 10 years than those guys. You know, I think the AFC is totally stacked with quarterbacks. I think that's intentional because everyone's just trying to get through Mahomes. Uh, and I, you know, so I think that's valid. I don't think Caleb Williams is going to be as great as everybody says. I don't think he's the answer. I think most quarterbacks are a scratch off ticket. I think um, Bo Nix is more fun to watch, honestly. Hmm. Uh, I think Justin Fields has a really good chance if he gets out of Chicago to make Ooh, a significant I think our teams play. are going to fight over him. Maybe. I think our teams are fighting over him. And I think I they were really... both at least going to submit offers. I don't know how rich they're willing to, to, to make the offer, at least on the Pittsburgh side. But I have now made my formal announcement. I am willing to offer up as much as a second round pick in 2024. That's as far as I'm going, though. This isn't yeah. a, a tactic for yeah, me. So I know. don't get back I, I to me, Bears, on this. I don't think he's. I don't think he's worth a phenomenal amount. Not yet. I think he's on a. He would be on a prove it deal. Um, but I do think he's from Atlanta. I think we have a really good chance. I think Raheem Morris is a really good offensive coach. Um, I trust him to make a good decision when it comes to quarterback. I just think he fits in the Atlanta scheme because we have three great receivers, just like he has in. Um, in Chicago now, and we have an incredibly great running game. So we have three running backs right now, you know, if we don't have to lose one of them to trade for him. Anyway, I think, I, I think Justin Fields has a, has a lot, a tremendous upside. I think any rookie in the draft 
has it only has downside if they are a scratch off ticket and you just don't know what you're going to get. And and that scratch off ticket has to be in the hands of someone who knows, uh, you know, what to do with the money. Does that make sense? Like completely. You, I you think we get placed. You know, is Zach Wilson a better quarterback if he goes to San Francisco than if since he went to the Jets? You know what I mean? Like there, there's yeah. so many variables and there's so many there's so many different ways that a coach can get talent out of you. And these guys just have not had their the proper amount of talent taken got, gotten from them. I mean, I, I agree. It's a, you know, right. It's a, it's a 60, 40 prop bet that you're making right. on a rookie QB, but I am blindly what I, my question is I'm giving you three known guys who have what between them, three MVPs um, or two MVPs and some close calls. Um, Lamar and, has two himself. Right. So I guess it is just two. To- yeah. It's just two total. But anyway, three guys who've been in contention for it over the last handful of years. But I say that they're collectively unlikely to win a Super Bowl, less likely at least than blindly saying anybody not yet in college. And my evidence is Patrick Mahomes. Ten years ago, who knew who Patrick Mahomes was other than the pitcher for the Twins and uh, many other big league ball clubs? His son arrived and took over football, what which was declared impossible to ever catch Tom Brady. And now here we sit and everybody has declared, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes is inevitable and he is going to catch Brady. And even if he doesn't catch him in terms of total Lombardi wins, he's already better than him and all that stuff. So I definitely think you're more likely to see some kid who we may don't, maybe don't know yet. Maybe it's Shadur Sanders for all I know. Anyway, uh, I was uh, curious. Shadur is fun, but I could, I could see, um, if if Patrick Mahomes keeps winning, I could see somebody in the league sending Tanya Harding in there to ensure mm, that Patrick okay. Mahomes doesn't play all year. And I, so I don't want that to happen. I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying that like Okay. Now let's mad. now let's look back at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl and you you um lead us into it neatly here when you talk about violence, athletes, <laughs> all of that. Travis Kelsey. Uh running into your beloved Travis Kelsey. And I love him too. Mm. But in the moment, I thought, oh my God, what in hell? When I I saw that, the rage on his face and everything. And then I immediately calmed down, like, thank goodness that he bumped into Andy Reid, who's going to let this go. But most coaches would not. How say you, Tiana, when you saw that? Uh, It reminds me of when I can't find my phone and I'm so, so mad. And then I realize it's in my hand and I'm like, I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? Um, I I think that Travis is intense. He wants to be out there for every play. He wants to play. I don't. I didn't take it negatively. I, I honestly I thought him throwing the helmets and stuff during the the Ravens game. Justin Tucker's helmets was more offensive than running into Andy Reid. You know what I mean? They have that relationship. They've been together for a really long time. I think they know each other very well. They know each other's limits. You know. Um, Travis has been kind of a hothead all season. I think there's lots more eyes on him now than ever before. Um, And so the stakes are a little bit higher for him, but I wasn't personally offended by it. I don't, I don't think that he's a mean spirited guy for real. Oh, I, yeah, that's, I think that was the other part of the equation for me was like, I don't think Travis Kelsey, the rage in his eyes, notwithstanding, I, he doesn't, present to me as somebody who is endangering this old man. Who I think he decided he was out there. He would have been able to recover the ball. 
Yeah, that's fair. What, Eddie, how say you though? Because yeah. your team, Big Dom got into it and was banned from the sidelines. AJ right. Brown and Jalen Hurts have had their stuff going in this season. So from that perspective, what did you make of Travis Kelsey running into to your old I mean, head coach? Yeah, I was surprised. And then I was like, oh, whatever. They're just he's passionate. They're both like and Andy was so funny because he was didn't even see him coming, just focused on the game. He's got his big mm-hmm. menu out. And he's looking at the place he's going to run. And Andy's sturdy. He's a sturdy guy. He can take a little bit of a bump. Right. He's not going to go. Oh, he he was like, what's going on? And then just right back into the game. And, you know, Travis knew maybe he, I think Travis in the moment was like, all right, I bumped him. I'm going to walk off a little bit. But I would say it just seems like, you know, they're in the, this is the Super Bowl. They're in the heat of the moment. He's just kind of like he's coming at him with a lot of passion. And I think Andy kind of appreciates that because that's the effort he gets from Travis out there anyways. On the field, uh, the memes that have come out of it, though, have been amazing. <laughs> Like, yeah, if it's it's worth it for that. Just seeing like the photo of them two together and just the different dialogue back and forth that they've placed on both of those people. It's been pretty, pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Like Beyonce's coming out with a country album while my girlfriend's watching this game. Yeah. Yeah. There's like even like it's reached to like the 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 groups of people that. Like I, I play little Dungeons and Dragons from now on, you know, from time to time. And there's a like even in that world, there's memes of this and like it's touched their world. Professional football is into the Dungeons and Dragons people like mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, you, you enter a dark cavern and then Travis is screaming, my character has dark vision. So it's just like in their world, it, it kills them. It's a crack up. But at the same time, it's like, how do they even know these people that are out there? Like, it's just I for that alone, I think it was worth it. You remember in Major League in the mm-hmm. in the movie Major League and towards mm-hmm. the end, they kept cut, cutting away in the big game to to the one bar and the punk guy with the super spiky mm-hmm. hair next to the blue collar guy. And they were like, oh, we're from different worlds. But then they realized, hey, you know what we have in common? our mutual affection for our local baseball collective. Right. I think we could update that now. (laughs) Taylor Swifties and Dungeons and Dragons people all on board with Travis Kelsey. I like that. That's that's a message for society, isn't it? Everyone was silly grouping. Literally. I mean, right. It was like the highest rated uh, or most viewed Super Bowl ever or. As we predicted, right, Tiana? We said it would be. We said everybody announcing that they love America too much to watch the Super Bowl would be would be washed away by all the Swifties and and then some. And now we have the oh, yeah. highest rated. 129 million. It's a crazy number. It's a crazy number. Now, along with watching it on TV, you get the ads. I feel like 15 years ago, there was a like that what that cottage industry of the media covering the ads was greater right. than it is now. It was such a phenomenon. Tiana, what stood out to you? I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about the ads, if you want to talk about halftime show, the run up to the big game. How say you? What did you make of Super Bowl Sunday as a media consumer? Oh, I found it all very entertaining. Reba hmm. singing the national anthem, hitting the over because she she took a second. She took a pause and then did another, ah! you know, and then they did the cutaway. And, oh, she was so great. I thought Usher was fine i wasn't blown away by usher the way some people were i was just like "Hmm." i'm curious are you an usher uh fan at any point in your life oh you are okay (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) but uh yeah i mean i i i definitely i'm from atlanta so you you grew up 
loving Usher. You're like, he's our local boy. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't, I, I thought I was going to like it way more. Maybe my expectations were just too high, but I thought the, the roller skating and stuff was really cool on the way that they, how they set that up so fast. And he did a costume change, which I love when Amanda does a costume change. I'm like, yes. Um, and I think my favorite commercial was the Kia commercial where the girl was ice skating. Like she missed her grandpa up there in the rink. He couldn't come watch her skate. So they drove the Kia up the mountain and then she ice skated on the pond in front of his window and he writes a little 10 on the, I'm like, Oh, you know? So yeah, I think, I think it's great that you just selected that one mm -hmm. because what occurs to me, Eddie, I said this to Sarah before we started the show. It's a, it's a lament of mine now. The last couple of weeks, it's been really recurringly hitting hitting my uh, my brain. We have now traded out as an entertainment industry actual idea having, clever idea having with book one of these 29 celebrities or there's no point to moving forward with the project, whether it's a commercial, a movie or a TV show. And this is not an indictment of Kevin Hart or The Rock or Pete Davidson or <laughs> a short list of other people that I that I can't do off the shack is probably in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. But it is like I say, it's a group of like two and a half dozen people that it's like, here's a great idea. They're like, like it who's attached to it is the question mm -hmm. you now get from everybody and it's like oh, well it's got to get a celebrity or else there's there's no merit in it how say you eddie yeah you like matt damon and batman being in the commercial i mean I, 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 <laughs> and by the way it's not an indictment of any of the quality of i thought that was one of the five that the michael sarah funny was funniest i thought the affleck and damon thing was funny but it is the the preponderance of like it's got to have a celebrity or it has no value kind of Tom vibe. Brady. That Tom Brady out. was also in that commercial. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady is also in our group of 29, by the way. Yeah, he definitely yeah. is in that group of 29 now. Oh, yeah. But it used to be right. such a big deal. They're like, they, it costs, you know, $10 million to get one minute at the Super Bowl in an ad. It was a big, like Doritos used to have that big contest where people could like win you know, if they, they made these super right. or they made these commercials for the Super Bowl on the fly. And one, my friend won one one year and it was like it was such a big what? deal that it was like uh, it just didn't seem like it's that anymore. And the the ice skating one, I don't know if you saw. Did you see the one they played at the end of the like after the Super Bowl? They had like where the grandpa wanted to skate. and He went out there on the ice and <laughs> fell through. And it was like it wasn't as. I felt bad. I didn't. It was a dark twist to it. I don't know if they, I don't know weird. if they did what they were trying to do, but it was mm. yeah. What's the message? It. Go go jump in a lake, America. Football season's over. Oh, well, the little girl goes back out on the ice. Yeah, she goes back out on the ice and she traces in the the grandpa's underneath the frozen lake, and she goes. <laughs> uh, I get my inheritance now. She wrote it on the ice, and it was just he's like. But Beautiful. So sad. It's all big yeah. setup for September when that grandpa reemerges as Captain America. <laughs> Comes out of the lake. 
something Captain like America that. Yeah. Or, or Jason <laughs> from the Friday the 13th films. Sure. Um, either way, um, yeah, I, I, it, it started to really drive me batty. This uh, the 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 direction of idea having now is is takes a backseat to obviously is one of the have nots in 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 this equation. That's where this. Uh, this is good. I mean, honestly, like the idea of just having somebody in it that is recognizable is not really the best idea, right? That's the vibe. Mm -hmm. I, that's the vibe I'm getting. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia If you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, um, Eddie, you're also 
as we transition and look for activities beyond pro football (laughs) now. And we'll talk to Sarah in just a second about her dipping her toe into the frozen pond of hockey. Um, You're also a Spurs fan. Where are you on Wembayana? And are you enjoying that experience? One and two, what does success... How do how should I say? Who's who is he related to Kumbayama? <laughs> Wembanyama. 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 Wembanyana. Sure. We're very close. Close. We know who you're talking about. Slender man. Wembanyama. He needs more. He needs. Uh, he's easier with what? <laughs> Four letters, last names. Oh yeah, easier what? for Dave. <laughs> mean Joe. <laughs> Jack Splat. That's my yeah. language. Everything. Yeah. I, uh, you guys are all getting too fancy. Steelers fans are <laughs> simple. Uh, Our city is named ahead. after a hole in the ground. What do you want? <laughs> um, the no, uh, so Eddie. What first of all? So what does Wemby? What does success look like in the NBA with Wemby as you sit and watch him? I mean, I assume a title in the next decade is a requirement, right, for it, this to be a successful venture. Yeah. And I think also like in the before that title, if we can get free agents that just want to come to San Antonio and play with Wemby, that's kind of always like that means he's really something to those guys, too, because it's hard to get like not since Richard Jefferson came there. Have we really pulled? I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge, there's been a couple of people, a few free trades, but uh, nobody really just chooses to go to San Antonio unless they're kind of drafted or they just I mean, they want to play for Pop, but he's kind of, you know, he's a hard, hard coach to play for maybe from time to time. But Wemby, I definitely think in the next 10 years, I think you're going to want to have a couple titles to say it wasn't like a, a right. flash in the pan type of player. I mean, he's I amazing. Like the, last night, triple double. I guess I'm trying. I, I'm obviously fixated on a few subjects uh, as we as we have this conversation. But like I, I like if you're a Bills fan right now. If you're a Ravens fan, mm. has your team been successful with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson? I you know I don't know how to calculate that. And people then say, oh, he just they got bad luck. They they happen to be in the league with Patrick Mahomes. It's like by that measure, Brett Favre was unlucky too because he was with Steve Young and and Troy Aikman. It, I mean that will always be true that there are other good players mm-hmm. in the league. So I I don't know. As I say, I submit my hyperbolic question like I almost would rather the unknown of guys that haven't been drafted yet versus those guys, although you don't give away the known entity. Anyway, I'm fascinated by all that subject. Also by the city of San Antonio. Isn't it like the sixth six biggest city in America? You mean land wise or person? Like, in, per, like waste in population. Wise? In population. <laughs> I mean, the area is pretty I think so. I think because they, it's always one, and you like, like LA is the same way. It's like so spread out that you just gather so many for the populace. Um, I think San Antonio is kind of like top 10, but then the TV market's not. Oh, it's not because I, I like it's the same phenomenon with Houston, which is if you say LA, I have, I have visions of what it is long before I ever visited it. I know what LA kind of looks like in my, mm-hmm. in my head, Chicago, same thing, Philadelphia, same thing. I, I don't have any uh, outside of the river walk or what the, whatever that thing is. I have no, <laughs> no, no vibe of San Antonio, what it looks like. Don't you dare like. disrespect. I'm not disrespecting any. I don't know river. anything about it. Yeah. Along there's the a Walgreens river. right next to the Alamo. Okay. So <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, the Alamo's there. Right. 
Oh, the yeah. Alamo is there. That's right. Remember? <laughs> oh, that's he, right. He, he's the one that forgot the Alamo. <laughs> I did forget the Alamo. Yeah, you forgot it. Come on. I've done it again. I, it is a, it is a, a, a weird, but is it a, uh, is it, if, if you're Wemby and you're saying like, hey, I don't know who the free agents are going to be this off season, but like, hey, join us here. We got something cool going. It's like, yeah, except then I have to live in San Antonio or is it a, or is it an asset? To that recruitment like wait till you see this town and no uh, i mean like it's i mean it's 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 a nice fun quiet town like if you go visit san antonio as a you know you're visiting someplace you're probably going for two to three days you could probably take in a lot of the downtown stuff um you know there's good barbecue there's good like you know mexican food there's the missions and stuff that are around which is kind of cool to see kind of like the alamo but you know it's a if you got a player that like Tim Duncan would have been a perfect example of somebody who mm. didn't really care about LA or New York or the, the high, that vibe where he could just go there, chill, do his thing. And then not really, he doesn't really go out and do stuff. He plays video games. So, I mean, like you got to find some, some yeah. nerds. You got to find basketball he, nerds. Did Wemby, I know he was drafted there, but do you think part of him is like, I'm going to now be the most French player to come out of San Antonio and Tony Parker can. Tony Parker. I never even considered the pipeline of France. To, <laughs> he played to for Tony Antonio. Parker's pro team in France. So he they did? do have, yeah, they like have a, a, like a relationship going back. So like we were, me and my son, let, we were like following this for a couple of years before he came out. Like hmm. Tony's got his ear, man. He's, and he really wanted to go to San Antonio because of Tony Parker and Tony Parker brought the hmm. NBA to a huge part of like, and then Boris Diaw is there. Like, there is a couple French cats on that team that were really good that, like, Wemby was, like, 16, maybe 15, just watching, like, watching these guys do it. So, I don't know, man. That's a pretty – I think international players kind of do enjoy San Antonio's vibe. Ginobili. Um, Ginobili, yeah, yeah absolutely. And then you have, like, even, like, the big – we always have, like, these big kind of, like, dudes from the Ukraine – play center like they'll get dunked on so like violently but they don't care because there's no posters in their country they don't know being posterized is a big thing they're just like they just turn they just play the game and they turn they run back up the court and you know they play a nice solid eight points 12 rebounds four blocks kind of a game that's going to be the ultimate by the way for this generation that we're that is just launching now for nba players Getting posterizing Wemby is going to be the all time greatest poster uh, of all that guy and you dunking over him. But I, I, I have to say again, I think this is the the weirdest thing to be ashamed of. Like you contested the shot close to the yeah. rim like, oh, that was a, I look like a heel, don't I? Like what? <laughs> what it was, getting like yeah. falling down when you get crossed over. That's embarrassing jumping That's, up the yeah. seven foot guy to try and block his shot when he's throwing it at the rims. Like no shame in not blocking that. Right. Like you're trying to like block this guy's shot. He's like three feet over the rim. There's no way you're mm -hmm. getting up there, what but just do? the attempt to try to do it is kind of brave. Should dare I say, um, and also it's not poster. I think you just, you're getting gift now. Right. Cause you end up a gift where they just keep showing him jamming like it on you. And you're like, ah, Mm. Ah, just back and forth. The gift that keeps on giving. Uh, it is. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I at least at least let's be current, shall we? In our references, I like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I also like too is I hope will happen with Wemby and 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 speaking French. Do you remember um, 
uh, Ronnie Cycli, the center mm-hmm. from Greece, who played at Syracuse and then toiled in the NBA for the Heat and other teams. But he spent enough time in New York as a Greek man. He came over. He didn't know English. And then he learned English, but he learned it with a New York accent. <laughs> I think so that'd be good. super funny if Wendy oh, had a Western that. accent. Like a twang on it. Way, 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 way. Ronnie Cycli became a DJ too. Cycli's a really good like DJ. He became, that was was the Miami side of it. He learned learned how to talk in New York (laughs) and then, you know, uh, electronic dance music in Miami. What a weird world for him to take back to Greece. New Yorky by way of Greece, NBA (laughs) slash DJ superstar. Maybe the most accomplished human being of the last 50 years, now that I consider it. Also, um, we don't know for sure, but Kawhi Leonard might be French. Like, nobody's ever heard him talk. He could be French, too. <laughs> yeah. Same goes for Tim oh, Duncan. Kawhi. Yeah. 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 I mean, Virgin, I, there's a good know. podcast. Uh, Richard Jefferson used to have a podcast. And the only time you'll ever hear Tim Duncan, it's like a 45 to 50 minute podcast where he goes on Richard Jefferson's podcast and they just talk. And it's like, it's so entertaining. Off the dribble? No. I, I, uh, no. Oh, man, no. I forget the name of the podcast. They don't do yeah. it anymore. No. But it was yeah. good. No. Yeah. I can't imagine him <laughs> uttering his... And and even there, it's... See, we it's learned yes it by watching no you, Pop. Pop doesn't <laughs> like talking either. He doesn't... Anybody puts a microphone near him, he acts like a creep too. This is a whole I mean, thing. T- they should change their name to The Mutes. Yeah, San Antonio like a, mute. It's scary to go to pop for a quote. Yeah. I like so I like it when pop gives his opinion though. Like whenever something oh, yeah. happens in America, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Steve Kerr, <laughs> pop. Let's ask him. That's we'll right. talk, he'll talk at length on other things, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely right. Yeah. Kerr and Pop are uh, are two of the two of the very best in that regard. And now a quick break. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay. Now listen. Let's Eddie help us out here. Both okay. Eddie's. Eddie Spaghetti. I'm sorry, to, Sarah. I'm not doing yeah. this in a romantic, not like in a Jalen Hurts kind of a way. <sighs> but I want you to look into Eddie Spaghetti's eyes right now. Okay. On Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Not, don't look at the man, Eddie Spaghetti. He is the face of hockey fandom in the 21st century. Do you like what you see? Because that could be you. If you're willing to make a commitment. To to be the face of hockey fandom like Eddie Spaghetti? <laughs> Are you willing to be the face of hockey, Sarah? 
Yeah, I think I have too many teeth to be the face of hockey. Um, And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, but I do like the cold. So I love going to hockey. I love going to hockey games. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a season ticket holder for the Kings for a while. Some friends that played. One of my very good friends uh, was a, a goalie for the Flames. And now he's on TSN in Canada. And, uh, oh, yeah, he always uh, gives me updates, you know. And uh, and so I, I feel like I have this proximity to hockey, but I haven't really embedded myself in it. Um, so, yeah. I Wait, what? there was one guy, Eddie, there was one guy on the Ducks who had a, the last name that sounded like it was a, a, a what was like fawn. Wait, what is a duck? A duck is a um, fowl. Right? Fowl. Fowler. Fowl? Cam mm-hmm. Fowler, yeah. There you go. We got we there. We could on be on our $100, $100 pyramid. But I was you like, yeah, what? that's clever. A foul. Let's do it. Eddie and Sarah Tiana, hockey newbies. Here we go. One of the great parts of the NHL over every other organized league is the names. It's very confusing because it is truly a global sport. And sometimes the names hit your ear weird and you can't tell if we're talking about an NHL player or a prescription drug. That's right. Mm. It's time for NHL player or prescription drug. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Bing, bing, bong. Got music. Okay. I'm ready. Does Eddie Gosling, Eddie Gosling is to play too? Yes. Okay. Capolita. Capolita. Cap- is that a prescription drug or is it a burly winger for the Dallas Stars? Oh, I was going to guess the team. Burly maybe. winger, Victor Capolita. I'm going to say Dallas Stars. Okay. Eddie. Yeah, you gave a first name, so I'm going to say Stars also. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You know what? I think the way we play this Eddie Spaghetti going forward is I can't tell you whether you're right or wrong until we're done because then it it, it impacts how you ah. regard your future answers because you're like, well, the last one was that, so this time it'll be the other. Okay. okay. I'm just going to give you two here. Akira Schmid. Akira Schmid. Eddie, you go first. Is Akira Schmid a prescription drug for restless leg syndrome, <laughs> or is it a goalie for the New Jersey Devils? Akira Schmidt. I'm going goalie. Okay. Sarah? I have restless legs, so I know that's not a medication, so it has to be a goalie. <laughs> we, we, found like her, we found her, America, the Name. person who is watching those commercials who has restless leg syndrome. <laughs> had it since I was 29. I was very young to get it. So what? What is that, Sarah? Like the legs? Just they start. Uh, it's getting... actually a neurological disorder, and it's uh-huh. your brain misfiring. So it feels like the muscles in your legs are twisting and tightening, and then they'll just snap and release. So you'll just jump, and it wakes <laughs> you up all night, and so you're super cranky. So uh, you have to take this Restless neurological leg syndrome. Yeah. I know you it's take- a terrible name for a really bad disease. That's like a cousin of Parkinson's. Yeah, it sounds like a like a like a joke. <laughs> it sounds made up, right? Yeah, it sounds. I've made always up. called it the jiggity legs. When I get in bed and then I can't fall asleep after enough time, I I declare I've got the jiggity legs. Like I got to get up. Like I I got too much going. Yeah. And I've always that's assumed probably that. what you have. You can also drink tonic <laughs> water. Tonic water is like a, a a household remedy for it. 
I use the other household remedy, also a drink. I, I drink booze. That, that also helps. helps me a lot. That really helps. That, That'll that, really... Something with the tonic water. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes. Your legs only really go crazy on, on the booze when you're being chased by the cops from a bar. That's the only time they really get active. <laughs> yeah, sometimes restless leg isn't a syndrome. It's actual, it's a benefit um, to yeah. your life. Uh, That's why I ran from the cops. It was my legs. I, yeah. I didn't mean to. <laughs> argue that in a court of law. Well, your honor, I mean, I don't know what I can do. I'm, I'm a victim of, uh, of, of poor health. I mean, after you tell okay. him that, you don't have to say anything. HIPAA rights. Like I can't, you don't have, you can't ask me that. It's illegal for you to ask me that and you should know that. Yeah. Uh, to, to, uh, to let you know, Akira Schmid is in fact a backup goalie for the New Jersey Devils. Capolita. I don't remember. I should have checked that. I don't remember what uh, prescription it cures, but he is not a burly winger. Victor Capolite. But anyway, Victor, I you put the Victor on it. Good job. You threw me. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Um, so, all right. Now let's get to it. Let's try to make them hockey fans. And as we record on this Valentine's Day 2024, I think this is a good place to jump in, Eddie Spaghetti, for, for a newbie. You have, it's on national TV, so easy to watch. You have the Florida Panthers, perhaps the best team in their conference, playing the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are scratching and clawing just to try to get into the playoffs. The Penguins are a good starting spot because they tell you your history of the of the century. Isn't that fair, Spaghetti? They're the best team of the century, and I don't want you to say push back on me right now with your with your Tampa Bay Lightning crap. That's not the point. The Penguins are the best team of the of the millennium, and they have the oh. biggest stars of the millennium. They're old now. Maybe they belong in a museum. Nevertheless, they do represent the last 20 years better than any team in puck. Is that fair, Spaghetti? This is a good entry point for Sarah and Eddie? I would not give I, – I, I'm with you on the Penguins, but the asterisk is I don't think the Lightning's reign is necessarily over yet because they still have Vasilevsky and Kucherov is still putting up a – crap ton of points this year so i would be afraid of that a little bit uh i think if that's a game you want to watch to get them into hockey i would say probably not just because the panthers are oh. not the best the, the Panthers are not the best team in the conference they're very good they're having an underrated season they're a fun team to watch but i would probably just start off with the game with i think the easy basic answer is just watching edmonton oilers game just to see the best okay. player potentially all right. of all time and Connor mcdavid ah he's not the best player of all time Settle <laughs> down. but okay <laughs> I do like where your head's at. And Spaghetti and I talked about this offline quickly before we jumped on today because we want to steer Tiana in the right direction. Now, Eddie, you have some Philadelphia roots. I'm sorry. You get the Flyers. That's it. I'm sorry. They haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1975, but your bet is made. I can't. Broad Street Bullies. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, they're a ridiculous team. And 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 in this millennium, they still love that they used to beat people up all the time. It's like that has gotten you zero Stanley Cups in half a century. But continue with that. Anyhow, that's your team. <laughs> now, Tiana, Eddie Spaghetti had some good ideas here. Go ahead, Spaghetti. Let her know. Well, obviously, we all know Sarah from Atlanta area. They you have the Atlanta Thrashers, who are now happy. You know, Danny Heatley, Marion Hosta, Ilya Kovalchuk, some of my favorite players growing up. Um, that team then ended, moved on to become the Winnipeg Jets. 
right now a very good team in the league, probably one of the more boring teams to follow. But I feel like just because I, I don't like the people who move to a town and then adopt the, the local town's team, I feel you got to go with your roots. So don't become a Kings fan. And yes, this is coming from a Rangers fan who despises the Kings because of the 2014 Stanley Cup. But I will say you have to now root for the Winnipeg Jets. Eddie Spaghetti's team, by the way, has won a Stanley Cup one time in the last 80 something years. So uh, heed his counsel. He understands being a have not in this sport. So um, he knows what he's talking about. How say you on that one, Tiana? The other one is, of course, as an older man, I will say they already had a hockey team in Atlanta helmed between the pipes for about two weeks. In the glow of the 1980 U.S. men's hockey team vanquishing the Russians, Jim Craig, the Olympic hero, who then got like a DUI or something and and worked himself out of the league very quickly. Nevertheless, that happened in Atlanta for the Flames. Then they moved to Calgary and now still play up there. I think those are your two teams, Winnipeg Jets or the Calgary Flames. How say you? Oh, well, Calgary, I kind of have a connection to already. My friend played there. There's a couple friends that played on that team. Tell um, us who. We have, we're, we're mooks. We oh, love to hear who these guys uh, are. Robin Regeer and Jamie McClellan were um, okay. on up there. Uh, I think Jamie was the goalie coach when Robin was playing. and then Robin They have nice the uniforms, team. the Flames. <laughs> and then Robin came to the Kings, and like that's when I was like, oh, okay, I'll be a Kings fan. And then they ended up. Winning the cup. Uh, Ooh, so you know what else is good about early. the Flames? Same color scheme as the Atlanta Hawks. So you can That's wear true. a lot of the same merch. Yeah, gold and red. Got the Flames coming off. But it seems like whoever you pick is going to win the cup. If that's mm-hmm. what happened uh, when your friend came to the Kings. So choose wisely. Yeah, Maybe the I Flyers. Also, Philadelphia I, Flyers? Mm-hmm. Why should I pick the Flyers? You shouldn't. It's, it's, because you're friends good. with me. There's nothing oh, good about okay. that. Black and gold. Now, I, you'd be honestly, jumping in at a great point. You're you're honoring, you're genuflecting to the best. That would be a great place to jump in, except that they're probably going to be bad for 15 to 20 years as soon as Crosby retires and real bad. But that, <sighs> don't let that uh, bother you right now. I'd let, uh, but I'm, I'm also like such a like, uh, you know, redneck that I love Stampede. So I'll probably have to go with the Flames to go with okay. Calgary. Yeah, I like stampede. that. I like that choice. Sorry, sorry, Eddie Spaghetti and Eddie Gosling, but okay, you're right. Is I like, should be a Flames fan. The worst team is the worst name team is the Nashville Predators. Like yeah. Predators, you're still gonna like you could change that. If we're changing other names, we can change Predator too. I always wanted people like rookies who get drafted by the Predators to have to go door to door in Nashville mm-hmm. and introduce themselves to everybody hey, in town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a predator. I'm oh yeah, predator. when they visit other towns to play, like they go to like New Jersey, and like, hey, I'm a predator, and uh, I'm here for the weekend. That I'm here for the week. They're like 20 predators all of a sudden yeah. showing up. Do you see that? I looked on the app this morning. There were like a big addition. Uh, that's hysterical. Yeah, I think as I've said about that team name. That we're giving you your a brand new hockey franchise at the highest level. Like we got to come up with a good name. We should come up with a ferocious beast. Great. Mm-hmm. Our work is done. Let's go to lunch. Like, like don't you want to identify a particular fearsome beast? No, no. Just all predators. They're just all if they named anyone. Their, if they name their hockey team that, what are they going to name their baseball team when they come to town? Huh? It's just the groomers. 
Yeah, the groomers. <laughs> and just like you say, groom the infield. They'll be like, no, it's just the guys that get the the the, the game ready. They get the, the ballpark ready. Here have beards. Yeah, yeah, it is weird <laughs> that you have. It's weird that you have the the hot, NHL has the best player names, but the worst team names. The Minnesota Wild, which describes the outdoors. That's what the Wild <laughs> is. It's the, the as in like yeah, get out Singular. the wild. Like yeah. what? What? That's a, Singular it's all, team it's, names are always weird. It's an you area know, without an S. You're like, yeah. why doesn't your team? Is yeah, think about being like somebody in the marketing department there. They're like, so the wild. That's okay. I gotta figure it out. That was the wild. Miami like they're trying to come up with things. The heat. That's it's the worst. There. It's the worst. Yeah. It has been a plague that we have rolled over and accepted, and no one has ever figured out. I mean, I I have figured it out. I know that it is correct to go plural when you talk about the Miami Heat are a good team, not is a good team, but that still is available to you. It's almost as bad a plague really as RBIs when fancy pants go like he has 105 RBI on the season. Who are you trying to impress with? Yeah. You know, or my right? friend that always would go, he'd say NC2A. I'm just saying, just say NCAA. Don't say <laughs> NC2A. It makes me, it makes me want to vomit every time you talk about, and he's a, he knows college football, but he's trying to tell me he really knows it. Cause that's what we say NC2A. Well, listen, we've learned a lot in this episode. Um, to H-E-double-L. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> I, Double uh, hockey sticks. <laughs> I love that. I love that guy. I love that guy. Like he's not, he, you know, he's a gentleman. He, he's he's not going to use a curse word, but he, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. H E double hockey sticks you. Yeah. Um, I think I think my learning moment of this episode was that Jalen Hurts is handsome. I guess I can piece <laughs> that together. I didn't. I just. I, it's. I think. I mean, he's on me magazine covering. He he and Travis Kelsey both seem to reside in like 1996 fashions. Right? Is that what's tripping me up there? Because they have the oh. same haircut, that oh, very you just mean tight, the, the tight, yeah. Earring, maybe, maybe the haircuts might do it, but he's a good-looking guy, man. You check out some of those covers. Swift, Swift cleaned him up real good. She's like, Travis, we're gonna date, but no more goatee. Grow the beard out or shave it completely. That is, are is that? Uh, do you think that's a fair hypothesis, Sarah? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, like, yeah come I on, mean, we don't, we don't do this. It's the she's adulted month. him up quite a bit. You know, yeah. he got a house. <laughs> he really has. He got rid of the bachelor pad. He has a house. You know what I mean? He's like, you know. He's not exclusively dressing in jumpsuits anymore, like track suits. <laughs> like he's a, a like a Russian Uber suit. driver. That's what he got everybody, I think, for Christmas. He got people track suits. Of course he, he did. Yeah. And his brother was <laughs> like, I don't, oh, I'm so glad you didn't get me one. And he's like, actually, <laughs> thought experiment for you is uh, what if Andy Reid had fallen down when Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. bumped him? I mean, Pedro Martinez threw Zim to the ground and they were rivals. <laughs> if, yeah. if Andy Reid had fallen down at the Super Bowl, would, would the reaction still be what it is? I mean, I like, I'm not trying to take Travis Kelsey to task because I know he didn't. Want to want to bump into his old man coach who he loves, but still, it was a bad look. That the, 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 those red eyes, he was so uh, mm-hmm. he was seeing white and everything. It was a bad <laughs> look, and I just thought, like, oh my god! Like I, we talked about it on minus three earlier this week, but for for your sake, Eddie Gosling, if that had been AJ Brown, 
what's the reaction? Like what, you know, like, <laughs> oh, if, yeah. if AJ Brown had bumped Sirianni or yeah, bumped, like bumped harder. Hulkin, like, <laughs> harder. I think it would be like, a different reaction. Oh, I would have had like swift on all fours behind Sirianni as AJ hit him from the top. So he goes over. <laughs> it's, it's, it was apparent like halfway through the season, our coach is only there for the zip line. He literally is like, he's not, it's just, that's when you prove how good of a coach you are when things are tough and you're able to like squeak out these wins and we're losing to like Tyrod Taylor Mm -hmm. and like, just, I mean, the Cardinals come back to like Gannon comes back to Philly and, and, and beats us. That cost me a thousand dollars because I'm in Sarah's pool. I'm in this like pool that I won last year by myself. And then this year I had to split it because we tied at the end of the year with somebody else. And had I not, had they beat the Cardinals, I would have got it all again. Yeah, That was the craziest. I, I, I still can't get over them losing that yeah. one. As That's Daniel Jeremiah news, said to me a, a, a few weeks back, he's like, Nick Sirianni is there to be the vibes guy. And when the vibes are this bad, right. what is he doing then? Really? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it, it is an interesting one. But Eddie Gosling, uh, really fun to get to yap with you. Yeah, as nice to meet one you. One of the 31 have-nots in the NFL. <laughs> you have your Not for the next team. 10 years. Next 10 <laughs> years. Titles. <laughs> All the fingers are filled. So final, so, okay, so all those rings you're going to win, plus you have Wembyana, plus you have the Flyers. I have no NBA team. Tiana now has the Calgary Flames, and I think <laughs> we've settled all hash then. Make sure you go check out Eddie Gosling, find him on social media, but also track him down in Austin, Texas, Cap City, April 10th. We appreciate the time with you today. And Sarah, Tiana, final thoughts from you? Oh, go Flame. <laughs> <laughs> And you're gonna. I do think you watch watch objectively. Watch the Penguins and Panthers. Yeah, no. And I'm then gonna we're gonna find game, another one. And then I'm gonna give you my full report on okay. the game next week and tell you what I saw, what I noticed, and my hot takes from the game. Excellent. Except uh, programming note for Sarah and the oh, right, audience. Yeah. We're off next <laughs> week, but then so it'll be two weeks. This is gonna. This is gonna become. Um, iconic over the next fortnight, this last hour that uh, that we got to spend together here because it's got an extra week for you, the listener, to listen to it three times, nay, four times over. Um, we appreciate you doing that and checking out everything on the Extra Points Network. So for Sarah Tiana, Eddie Spaghetti, and Eddie Gosling and everybody at the network, thanks so much, sports fan. It's been a thin slice of heaven. Go Flames indeed. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.